0: Welcome to the Anxious Filmmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Broadhead. The goal of this show is to teach you exciting new ways to make more money while still having plenty of time and money left over to create all the amazing movies you've ever dreamed of making. We'll be interviewing wildly successful entrepreneurs and amazing movie-making filmmakers to figure out the best ways to make a lot of money and the best ways to use that money to create great films. Thanks for tuning in, and please check out at TheAnxiousFilmmaker on Instagram to see short videos of all the best moments from this and every episode. Now let's get the episode started. All right, welcome everybody. Uh, today I'm very excited to talk with uh, someone who we just recently connected, uh, Eddie, Eddie Slowakowski, and I realize I, I should have uh, that perfect, <laughs> <that a> perfect. <laughs> if you can believe it, you nailed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, uh, is that of Polish descent? I'm yeah. My father's
1: uh hundred percent Polish. My mother's hundred percent Irish. So we're yeah. both Southside Chicago people uh, from, you know, nice that neck of the woods. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. I a don't, I don't common know. thing out here.
0: I must have some Polish in me because, like, the, the way that Polish words are pronounced it just comes very naturally. To oh, me. do they?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really speak the language, but uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, can you uh, give us a, a quick little intro to yourself?
1: Yeah. I've been a professional speaker, consultant, peak performance expert uh, for 28 years now um and been speaking all over the north america and canada area well that's north america so, <laughs> so um pretty much all over north america for the last 28 years um was uh used to be a world-class runner uh ran 358 in a mile Holy. in my senior year in college uh, at loyola university chicago go ramblers sweet 16. um uh, so I was a world-class runner, ran for Nike, ran for Reebok, uh, ran for the US indoor team, won a gold medal in a meet held in England, running against Russia and Great Britain, um, made it to the 92 Olympic trials, did not make the team, went on from there to work at CNN in Chicago for a short bit, uh, thinking I might be a reporter, was asked to give a speech, is filling in for someone uh, who got sick and asked me to thought I'd be good at this. and. But okay, went and did a presentation, I came up with a, a style that was pretty unique, and thinking I'd do it one time, and 28 years later, here we are, so it <laughs> became my life, it became my calling, so yeah, that's it was awesome, good. man, wow, yeah. what? people talk about all the time, like, you know, you, what, you know, what you want in life, and have a plan for life, but be open to the Idea that life might have a plan for you sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Usually, usually a better plan as well.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to ask real quick. Uh, what What was it
1: like when you like beat the four minute mile? Uh, I always kind of. I was a really good athlete as a kid. I loved baseball, basketball. You know, those were the sports I loved. But I was just really gifted at this running thing, and um, because of that, I was kind of forced into. Once I got to high school, you know, when you're a runner, it's cross country, indoor, outdoor track takes up the whole year. So there really isn't any room for anything else. And so I kind of always had a love hate relationship with it. I just tell you that because um, when I broke that four minute mile, all the all the hard work, all the years, all the dedication, all the stuff I put into it, even though a lot of times I didn't know if it's what I really wanted, it made it all worth it in that moment. I'll tell you, when I crossed that line, saw that time. Because that that was a dream of mine since I was in high school to one day do that, and um, it, it it was just it's just one of those feelings where it's like can't take that away from me that's that's mine now and and I earned it and I was very proud of myself for it you know it was yeah
0: well for for uh, for idiots like myself what what's the biggest uh, kind of performance improver to potentially hit a
1: mark like that. Well, I think it starts with the idea that you can, it comes from like, uh, you know, having vision, you know, people, it's important to have dreams, goals, whatever you want to term you want to use. I call it having a vision for your life and, and really focusing your mind on that, on what it is you want to do and seeing it happening. And, and I used to do that. I used to, I used to daydream, you know, meditate, whatever you want to call it, reflect upon visualize. That's a big word. And, you know, in, in the world of the vernacular of sports um and actually seeing myself doing that and what actually starts that so i teach a lot of that now that uh, if you really want to do something start to really meditate on it focus on it become mindful of what it is visualize it see it happening try to imagine what it's like to already be there because um, what starts to happen is the brain actually begins to to find find the answers to help you get there um, it, actually, it actually activates what's called the reticular activating system of the conscious mind, which is the filter. And that's telling you, okay, and I, I teach this a lot where it's like I, I can see myself there, which means I consciously believe I can get there. Now what happens, it affects what you do in the present. It affects your choices. It affects what you believe about yourself. It affects your actions. It doesn't mean the dream goal idea is going to come true just because you believe it will. But it does make a difference in the present moment, which is all we really have as to what I'm going to do next. And that's why our unconscious plays such a huge role in what we do and don't do. And we're not even aware of why we're doing some of the stuff we're doing or why we're sabotaging ourselves or or keeping ourselves from maybe living our better life. Um, mm. And you know, it's, it's so much of it comes down to that that mind's focus and the heart's belief. Yeah, that's that's awesome.
0: You, you got me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> One, one to uh, g- give that a,
1: a shot, you know. Um, it, I say all the time. I mean, you, you're you're going to be so much better off in your life believing that you that you can get somewhere, and even if you don't get there, your life's going to change in that moment because you believe it can, and that's going to alter how you're living today. And that's really, mm-hmm. you know, we can we can we can uh, learn from our past, and we can dream about tomorrow, but all we really have is right now. And yeah. what I do now is leading me to where I might be tomorrow. So. <laughs> Why not believe in those possibilities? Why not set your mind and focus on, I can do this and, and really try to, you know, sometimes it's called fake it till you make it, you know, like, like, you know, <laughs> act as if you have faith and faith will be given to you. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, that really start to believe in those things and it will, it will change how you feel in the present and it will, and it will alter some of your choices, decisions and actions. And that's, uh, mm-hmm. that's, and behaviors. And that's key. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. I feel like you've, uh, you've already shared, uh, some awesome, uh, top things to do that, that have helped you achieve success. Um, but, but I'd love to hear, uh, your, your other top, uh, I, I know, um, the, the kind of topic of our meeting today was the, the top three things that you do to be successful. Mm-hmm. You've already, I mean, shared some awesome stuff. Got, got me really excited. Um, what, what else, uh, could you
1: well, I I've got seven steps I, I, I it's a from breaking the four-minute mile I created was called the four-minute formula and it's a book coming out on May 6th and I've been working on it for over ten years and um, it's it's a seven step process to live in your your, your best life on um, uh, performance and out of those seven steps the three are well one is what do you want and why that's number one and, and then the second step is you gotta really, really got to define what you want in your life and then why you want it. And that's going to give you the passion, the energy, the motivation to, to, to try to make it happen in your life. And Then the second step is that vision. Now you got to believe in the possibility of what it can become by actually focusing the mind, visualizing it, seeing it. Um, third step, which is real key, is now define your team. Who's going to help you? Can't do it alone. None of us can. You need people in your corner. You need people believing in you. You need to surround yourself with the right people who are gonna gonna be there for you when you need it. You got to get them on board with what your goal, your dream, your idea is for your life, and and those people will hold you accountable while helping you at the same time. And that's key because you need you need people like that in your life that you trust to say, you know, hey, I I, I need some help here. I need I need you in my corner. Um, and I need someone to keep me going, you know, keep me, keep me focused on what I said I was going to do. Uh, so defining your team, the people around you. And the other step I want to talk about is, uh, it's this, the fifth step, which is prepare for the pain in every race I ever ran, whether I broke the four minute mile, I got last place, being a distance runner, middle distance runner in the mile, it always hurt. You, you weren't going to escape the pain at some point in that race. And that's what practice was you know, interval training, hard 10 mile runs, pushing your limits. It's all practicing in pain. Like how do I negotiate pain? How do I deal with the pain and, and still keep going? And after this past year, we've all been through it. We're all realizing like, wow, pain does come in many different forms and suffering does happen. And, and we do get knocked down, but we come to realize we're more resilient than we realize. Uh, and that's something we have to really begin to, take note of what are the things that help you in times of pain who are the people that help you in times of pain what are you going to learn from this moment in times of pain because that these are really the greatest teaching moments they really they really wake you up as to what you really want in life and and what's really most important to you and what you value Uh, because when everything's going great and we're happy and everything's wonderful we're not even thinking about these things but when we get knocked down when life hits us and we're suffering that's when you really kind of take account of. All right, what what do I really want in my life, and what am I what am I supposed to be learning from this too? Because pain can be a great teacher, um, and a great opportunity for growth. And that's why I talk all the time about don't be afraid about making mistakes. Don't be afraid about the different results you. Want. I mean, what if there was no such thing as failure? I mean, how would you live your life? I mean, what if it's just a result, and not the result you want? Okay, so what do I got to adjust? How do I got to change to get a different result? Um, and maybe taking that kind of, uh, way of being in your life so that you're, so that you're more fulfilled in the present. You know, when I was younger, it was all about achievement, achievement, achievement. Now at 53, you come to realize it's like, I'm I'm not a human doing, I'm a human being. And how do I, how do I be okay in my own skin and in my own, in my own life and feel good about myself. And that's where suffering does come in because we all struggle with certain things about who we are. And if we want to, if we want to grow and evolve and move through it, then there has to be self-awareness. Self-awareness is the key to transformation. And so become aware of the things that you need to focus on to make your present better, to make your life better today and make yourself feel better about who you are. I mean, well, that's a lot. I'm throwing a lot at you, but no, this is this is awesome. Like, really. yeah. But I think those are the th- those are the, probably the the keys that are mo- are most important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, you know, my last step, the seventh step, is how do I give back to the world? Because it's in the giving that we come to realize the true uh, beauty of our life, and and maybe why we're here, the true calling of what what our existence means. And then we come to realize we're all connected by our humanity with each other. So, what can I do to help someone today? And I think when we focus our minds and our, our hearts on that, helping others, it's amazing how you, that energy you're putting out in the world, is coming through you. And you feel so much better about you because of what you are giving. And, you know, people ask me sometimes about love and how do I experience more love in my life? It's a simple answer love somebody. Because the deepest sense of love comes through you. It's not from the love you get from others. It's from the love that you you give of yourself. And that's where you, I think you experience the, the depths and the, the, the deep fulfillment of what love and compassion and forgiveness. That's a big one, forgiveness. I mean, what do you do when people hurt you and you need to move forward? But what do you do when you hurt you? Can you forgive and realize you're not perfect and it's okay and, and, and try to move forward, try to do the best you can? Yeah.
0: Awesome. Eddie, that was incredible. I, I feel like I could uh, ask, follow up more in-depth in questions here for, for the next couple hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I tend to, I, I, when I get calling, boy, it's like. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. It's, sorry, it's... I like it when I heard your thing was like, a sh- okay, I got a 15 min. like, this could be, this could be interesting. I right, <laughs> see if I can do this. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, awesome. Thank, thanks so much for taking the time. Where, where can uh, people find out more about you?
1: Oh, uh, E d d i e s p e a k E-D-D-I-E-S-P-E-A-K.com. And like I said, the 4-Minute Formula book is coming out on May 6th. Look for announcements to that. That It's currently getting printed. Um, Looking for different publishers are interested. I'm trying to decide where I want to do that or if I want to do it myself. But May 6th is the anniversary of the very first sub-4-Minute Mile, and that's why I'm bringing it out that day.
0: That's Awesome love it i can't wait to to read it and check it out and i hope uh everybody listening and watching uh also checks it out thanks so much for taking the time here eddie thank you i appreciate it yeah all right brother you have a great day you too see ya To see the complete show notes, specific links to everything mentioned, and videos of the 10 best moments from the episode, please go to anxiousfilmmaker.com. Now let's go make some great money, and then some even greater movies.